Only in Theatres is a remarkable documentary chronicling the contribution made by the Lemley Theatres in keeping alive the tradition of scheduling independent and foreign films to appreciative audiences in Los Angeles and beyond for decades. The film was directed by Raphael Sklarge with the indispensable aid of Greg Lemley, himself fourth generation of the Lemley family, since their ancestor Carl went into movie production and founded Universal Pictures in 1912. The Lemley Theatre Group was founded by, actually by Greg's grandfather, Max, along with his cousin, or his, no, his brother, I believe, Kurt. Both were brought over from Germany by Carl, along with about 350 other Jews, in 1938, saving them all from the Holocaust. The Lemley Cinemas were founded with the specific intention of showing independent and foreign movies to an appreciative audience in the 1940s, hungry for European movies that were now coming in to the country just after the war. The films of Italian neorealism, for example, and later French film noir, which goes back to the 19, late 1930s by such directors as Marcel Carnet, and later the Young Turks, who of course founded and started the Nouvelle Vague, the new wave. Greg reminds us of that family history. Yeah, at that time, you know, Edison had a complete and total control over the movie making process through his, uh, you know, through patents. You know, there was a movement uh, among independent theater owners and uh, independent producers to try to get around uh, Edison's control of the business. Um, and Carl was the one who spearheaded the, you know, the fight in the courts, actually, you know, taking Edison all the way to the Supreme Court and um, able to get the patent revoked, which arguably led to the expansion of the movie business, because once it was not under that kind of control, you know, people were able to, to really build businesses um, and so on and so forth. After a year or two acquiring pictures for the US and Europe, the brothers saw they could make more money by running cinemas themselves. So in 1938, they actually opened the Lemley Cinemas in Los Angeles. Down the years, the Lemleys had to weather many challenges. The habits of film going public changed, of course, with the arrival of television in the 1950s, which did allow people to find entertainment at home. And now, of course, in the digital age, there's the ability to stream movies, including the most recent, with a click of the mouse. At one point in the uh, 80s, uh, yeah. when Garth Drabinsky and Cineplex Odeon were buying up lots of independent uh, theater circuits around the country to build the, uh, the, you know, their circuit, um, they had approached my father and, and essentially asked to buy Lemley Theatres. Um, and my father said, it's not for sale. And, you know, and Garth said, well, I'm going to build a theater next time with everyone, whatever. It's one of those kinds of threats to put us out of business. And he said, well, you know, whatever. People have tried before. We faced no shortage of, of crises from the, from the introduction of television to uh, competition from circuits to cable and streaming. So the challenge has always been there. As we were entering early 2019, you know, we were starting to see red ink on the books. Worst of all came the pandemic that has even kept people from leaving their houses. And of course, leading to the closure of restaurants and cinemas alike. Audiences have declined drastically. And gradually, Greg, the CEO of the Lemley family, was obliged to start thinking the unthinkable and to consider the closing of the Lemley theatres. Greg saw that the debate within his family 
the board is largely from a business perspective. And that's what really prompted the decision. I mean, the reality is, is that, you know, it's it's a small family business. And I, if it's making money, that's great. It, if it makes money more money one quarter than another quarter, you know, great. If it makes less, no big deal. We know that those cycles, you know, come and go. We're not worried about our stock price. Um, but we can't necessarily sustain losses for a long period of time. This did not happen as a result of part of a surge of protest and support from a faithful and determined public who frankly let the management know that they would not stand for that. As a director of uh, film buff, Raphael Sparge would see the demise of the Lemleys as a severe cultural blow. He actually reminds us that the Lemleys received the Légion d'honneur from the French government in the 1960s for the promotion of the Nouvelle Vague in that period. Raphael had a list of the many directors and others in the industry, critics too, who weighed in on the prospect of losing the Lemley cinemas at that time. The names that spoke to us very uh, sort of uh, freely and passionately are remarkable, but let me just sort of start by saying that the amount of filmmakers, uh, that is actors, directors, writers, that the Lemleys have sort of helped or somehow been uh, have influenced as a as a as a transmission point um, is is so deep and wide uh, that it's it's breathtaking um, and 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 for that by the way uh, <laughs> they received the French Legion of Honor uh, for what they did at one time to be able to help the French New Wave. Um, uh, amongst many other things. Uh, but Gre- Greg is an Academy member, uh, which is uh, very unusual for, you know, a, a theater owner to be an Academy member. But the, but the filmmakers who spoke to us, Ava DuVernay uh, spoke to us, uh, Cameron Crowe had a wonderful story about Lumley Theaters and about his, you know, how important it was to him. Uh, James Ivory talked at great length about how important the theaters were and the audience that then came to it and how, how Ishmael, uh, his partner, was you know, always so aware that showing a, a film at the Lemley Theatres was uh, just just a, a, absolutely a, a key to their success for the movies that they did. And they, of course, had Oscar winner after Oscar winning movie for years there. Um, the, you know, Alison Anders, who did uh, Guest Food Lodging and Magda Loca, etc., said that she had the transformative moment of her life who decided to become a filmmaker for a, from a film that she saw at the Lemley Theatre. Uh, a word uh, about Alison, and then you can go back to your thought, uh, is that uh, she's also a UCSB graduate and, uh, yes. and then went on and she has, a, I think she's taught here too. So yes, she's a professor there. Her name, yeah. That's right. And, and also there's another professor, by the way, uh, from, from UCSB, Melnick? which is uh, uh, Ross Melnick as well, yeah. who also we interviewed, who's a, an expert on exhibition, um, very knowledgeable man. Anyway, uh, uh, Nicole Holof Center, uh, who's oh, just a yeah. wonderful writer and director, uh, the Lemley Theatres have been uh, so important to her as a film goer. Um, and, and that, you know, would said it in great length, you know, that they... Uh, stood as such an important place to go because they programmed, you know, films that the AMC wouldn't show. Um, Bruce Joel Rubin, who won the Oscar for Ghost, also talked about how important the lemmas were and how important the art cinema was in terms of understanding the difference between cinema, movies and cinema. Um, he he went to school with Scorsese and De Palma and, and they, you know, would go to, you know, theaters in New York similar to Lemley, but again, it is through the art house experience that these, that, that filmmakers begin to understand kind of the language of film. Michael Renoff, who's the, one of the uh, 
uh, deans at the USC Film School, arguably one of the you know foremost uh, thinkers and writers and and teachers of documentary film, uh, you know, talked at great length about how the Lemleys have been you know held a cinematic conscience for the city of Los Angeles. Raphael also referred to Peter Bogdanovich in his list of the fans of Lemley's theatres. Impossible not to think of the last picture show while praying that will not be the fate of the Lemley theatres. This movie dramatises then a lesser known slice of film history and it should attract far more, we hope, than those who simply have been happy customers of this remarkable theatrical dynasty. Remember, when you do go to a show at the Lemleys, you must never fear subtitles. And I want to tell you, there are two screenings scheduled for only in theatres. Saturday, March the 5th at 7.20pm, Fiesta 2. Monday, March the 7th, 11.40am, Metro 3. This is Harry Lawton reporting for KCSB.